Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, we're rolling along here. Greeny with you uh, on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll have time uh, for some phone calls, at least has the plan a little bit later uh, in the hour. I'll tell you when to call. We have a member of the hashtag crew who has a serious problem we need to solve. I've got a bunch of I'm sorry what's I want to get to, but the conversation took its own turn this morning. And the best thing about this media, my favorite thing about coming back to radio, is that when the conversation goes in unexpected direction, we can just follow it. So with the assembled members of the hashtag crew around me, Bubba, Nuno, and Hembo, we were talking about Daniel Jones and what what this ridiculous, and might I just say something, Nuno, and I'm going to call you out because you, I, you were just doing so representing fans of the New York Giants who, from whom I need to hear every single day because A, I walk the streets of this city and B, because, and you know who I'm talking about, the get-up staff is is overrun with Giant fans. The two coordinating producers of our show are both lifelong Giant fans. So I got to hear about this all the time. And I got to hear, oh, oh my goodness, Daniel Jones is playing so well. This is actually going to turn into a problem. We're winning games. We're winning so many games. We're going to have to pay the quarterback a lot of money. Shut up. I'm not listening to that anymore. You're six and one. You should be thinking about trying to win a freaking Super Bowl. What six and one team is sitting around bemoaning the fact that things are going well because someone might have to spend some of other people's money to keep the players who are responsible for it? And oh, by the way, Daniel Jones is worth every penny you're going to have to pay him. You could make Johnny Unitas in his prime, the quarterback of the New York football giants, and his passing numbers would stink because their receiving core is non-existent. The, the, of all the things that Dave Gettleman got wrong, the selection of Kadarius Tony and the signing of Kenny Galladay, Nuno, are the worst. They, they are the worst. Worse than drafting Saquon. Worse than number two overall. Worse than drafting Daniel Jones, six overall. Worse than any of the offensive linemen that he took, and, and then the line got worse. By far the worst are sinking what you sunk into Tony and Galladay and getting nothing for it, literally nothing. And so as a consequence, Daniel Jones is throwing passes to people who cannot catch. If they could catch, his numbers, his passing numbers would look a lot better. And Hembo had a great tweet yesterday. Saquon Barkley could be in the MVP conversation this season. He has rushed for 28 first downs. That's a remarkable number. Daniel Jones has rushed for 29. It's like in the case of some of these other quarterbacks who want to give them all the credit for their running. Lamar Jackson, what a great runner. Kyler Murray, what a great runner. Josh Allen, what a great runner. Daniel Jones, mm, we don't want to give any credit for the running. So I'm done with the Daniel Jones people doubting whatever the word is, diminishing what he is doing. Because what he's doing is playing great and you're winning. So the question came up with Tannenbaum. If Daniel Jones were to become a free agent, what would his market be? And he said a third of the teams in the league are likely to be looking for a quarterback this coming offseason. So I went to the standings, and let's do the list. I'm going to say a team out loud. Bubba, I'm going to give it to you. You're just going to say yes or no, this team is going to want a new quarterback this offseason. And then after Bubba answers it, Nuno or Hembo, jump in if you disagree. Okay, so that's the way the game is going to be played. Bubba, I say the name of a team. You tell me yes or no, they're going to need a new quarterback. The Miami Dolphins. Yes. That's one. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. That's two. Again, anyone who wants to jump in and disagree, go ahead. The Indianapolis Colts. 
Yes. That's three. The Houston Texans. Yes. That's four. The Washington Commanders. Yes. That's five. The Detroit Lions. No. I. <laughs> I don't know that I was necessarily the way you needed to go Nay. with that. You disagree. Just say I disagree. What the hell are you doing? Who says I and then says nay? This is the year 2022. Are you drinking out of a goblet? I mean, what are we back in? Like, are you about to go to do like, a, well, you sound like someone from the Middle Ages. <laughs> Who the, f- I, I almost, that's the closest I've whoa, come. Whoa, whoa. That is the closest I've come to cursing on the air in 30 years. That's how bad it was. Who says I and then says nay? Your inclination is not to just say, no, I disagree with that. What is the matter with you? I just wanted to catch your attention to make sure you didn't skip over my objection. I wasn't going to skip over your objection. I made the rules of the game. I was perfectly ready for you to what jump in. What should I have said instead? I disagree. The, uh, hello. Anything, anything but nay. <laughs> I think they'll need a quarterback. Yes. I mean, so you're saying you do not believe Jared Goff is the long-term answer for the line. That's right. I agree with you. They didn't draft anybody, did they? Can I, re- I can't remember. They didn't take a – did they take someone in the later was, rounds? Yeah, now, uh, I hosted the draft, and you think later, I'd remember though. that. Let me pull up the draft. They took one of the later uh, – Guys, so they do have a, a rookie on their roster. And it's jumping out of my head who it was, but it's not someone who we immediately assume to be their guy. Hembo's looking it up. No, they have Nate Sudfeld and Tim Boyle on their roster. Okay, so then no. Oh, you got to get Sudfeld some reps. So. So they, I don't know what you're talking about, Bubba, but I think that's a definitive yes. The Carolina Panthers. Yes. Yes. The New Orleans Saints. Yes. Yes. The Los Angeles Rams. Hmm. No. No. Okay. Fair enough. I just. And how about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yes. Okay. Is there anyone I left out? Is there an obvious team? Obviously, is Seattle now set at quarterback with Geno? Could Seattle still be? I mean, Seattle has the best court- quarterback they've ever had. Is, is there? <laughs> is there, Matt Hasselbeck is offended by that statement. <laughs> is, is, is there a team I'm forgetting? Did I leave anybody out of the conversation? I mean, Atlanta. Should I have said Atlanta? Did they? Who they draft? Uh, they, they Des- have, Des- 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 Ritter. Who they take? Desmond Ritter. Right, they took Ritter from Cincinnati. The, 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 I mean, all, everyone in Atlanta just wants him to play. So right. I think the only nay that I missed was Miami. I think mean, there's a decent chance Miami does stay with Tua. Right, uh, but but there is but there is not no chance they don't. For sure. Like like if you're gonna have to pay him all the okay, here's a good question. Taking everything into account, Nuno, and, and you're gonna give a long term quarterback contract, not 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 Deshaun Watson, but like a good solid NFL starting quarterback contract. For the next four years to one of the following two players, would you give it to Daniel Jones or would you give it to Tua Tungavailoa? So I probably would give it to, dependent on the situation, Jones. Um, like if I think, if Daniel Jones was the Dolphins quarterback, I think they would be as good, if not better, than what they are at this point in time. But if you flipped them and put Tua in the situation that the Giants are currently in, I don't think they're they're six and one at this point. Well, that's fair because he couldn't do all the running because of his fragility. But I, here's where I would sort of disagree, at least I think, with your basic point. If you could fact, if you could promise me in the given that Tua was going to be healthy, overwhelmingly healthy, then I would take him. I think he is a better player than Daniel Jones, but. 
availability, to use the, the most ridiculously overused cliche in sports, is the most important ability. And that would be my concern with Tua. Not that his talent, I think he has shown you the talent. Now, look, they went out and got him. He's got an Olympic track team playing wide receiver for him. So it's not a surprise that his numbers look good. But I think he looks good. Uh, Tua is good. That shouldn't be a surprise. He was great in college. The problem is he was also always hurt in college, and he has largely been hurt in the NFL. That would be, to me, the reason for the question. See, I think both Tua and Daniel Jones are good examples of quarterbacks that I wouldn't pay or teams shouldn't pay because Geno Smith exists, because the Titans were able to turn Ryan Tannehill around. There are somewhere between a dozen and a dozen and a half quarterbacks that are absolutely worth paying because they represent a much better option. But the differential between Tua and a high-end backup or Daniel Jones and a high-end backup is not that substantial. It's definitely not worth the difference in price tag, in my judgment. So you're saying you don't think that Daniel Jones, who would be a high-end backup? Like, who, 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 you, Give me an example of who you're talking about. I, for example, if Terod Taylor were healthy, I, I think the Giants' offense would look Pretty similar. Oh, I how it thoroughly does right disagree. I, that, with that one, I completely... Well, first of all, Tyrod Taylor, the poor guy, has never been healthy. He gets hurt in the most ridiculous ways every single time he finally gets his chance, including, like, you know, being given an injection in the wrong way and whatever else. So, so, so give me a different example. Like, give me someone we've seen. Teddy Bridgewater. So you think the difference between Teddy Bridgewater and Daniel Jones is not that substantial? Certainly not greater than the amount of money 20 million dollars a year 25 million dollars no a year. way right right daniel jones we didn't even pick up his 50-year option like the giants didn't them because he looked because him. he looked like an entirely different player i'm talking about the seven games they've played this year but you're going to take those seven games and assume that's the default not the previous no, three years but you have the luxury of waiting for at least 10 more games to make this decision and then probably playoff games there's a zero percent chance i would make a long-term commitment to daniel jones what this year proves to me is that brian dayball is great not that daniel jones is good do you agree with that nuno so, off of what Hembo's saying, Ryan Tannehill, we all assume, will be available after the end of the year, right? We They're going to eventually move to Malik Willis and, and give that a shot. So, three year, you have, a, you're a team and you have a three year deal. Are you giving it to Tannehill at 35, who, by the way, has made a lot of money the last couple of years, or are you giving it to Daniel Jones? Oh, I'm giving it to Daniel Jones for sure. You? I would still take Tannehill over Daniel Jones. Oh, this is still too small a sample size to be all in on Daniel Jones. Well, uh, look, he gets credit for the running that he's doing. What I'm saying is that I'm not sure I'm willing to pay that forward. All right. So, so anyway, like I said, this sort of turned into a topic that I liked, and it wasn't any of the things that we had planned, but that's the beauty of the conversation here, and hopefully it was a little bit thought-provoking. Think about whether or not you think your team needs a quarterback. We all know the game's not over till it's over. Next time your car breaks down, don't call it quits. Head to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Coming up next, one member of the hashtag crew has a serious problem, and we are all going to be required to solve it. Right after this on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. We come to you live every day above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. The assembled members of the hashtag squad... The hashtag crew are around me, hashtag Bubba, hashtag Nuno, hashtag Hembo. And I am, by a fairly wide margin, the oldest member of this hashtag crew. And as a consequence, I feel that one of my roles here is somewhat patriarchal. I, I, I dispense some advice uh, to the younger members here, particularly Hembo, who is the youngest by quite a margin, and also is newly married and newly a father, and these are experiences that I've gone through. And so, you know, I feel like I can be of some assistance. But in this particular case, I think I need to hear from the bachelors. I need to hear from both Bubba and Nuno their thoughts on the conundrum that Hembo finds himself in. So to familiarize everyone who's not a regular to the program, Hembo uh, got married, what, three years ago? Mm, well, 20, yeah, fall of 2019. 2019, so which is also three years ago. Thank you for uh, specifying. Well, I said three years ago. You could have just said yes. Uh, Aye. But whatever. Anyway, and this year, just two months ago, uh, the blessed delivery of twins, beautiful twin baby girls, one of whom was named after me. Um, so he's got the little girls, Michelle and, and you know, the other one. And, and so he's got the girls at home and everything else. He has a bit of a conundrum. Hembo is a crazy fan of all things Philadelphia sports. Your first love is baseball. So how would you describe, if you could, on a scale of 1 to 10, the level of significance in your life that the Phillies are in the World Series? 453. Correct. That, that's, and that's not an exaggeration. It is not. So when is the Phillies' first home game of this World Series? Monday. Game three. Game three. So when is it that you have this incorporated this problem? They open in Houston, Mm -hmm. and that's Friday. That's Friday. You have been invited to what and when? What is the issue that we have here? Okay, so on Friday, my wife Liz is in a wedding, a wedding that we have known about for a very long time. And at no point over the last six months was I concerned that the Phillies might be playing game one of the World Series on Friday night when this wedding happens. Okay, so you are attending this wedding? Of course. 
So you have to attend a wedding during game one of the World Series. Not only do I have to attend a wedding, I'm on baby duty. She's been doing the Lord's work for the last 10 months, 11 months. This is my responsibility, my obligation to let her have this night. Well, I don't understand. How can you both be on baby duty and be at the wedding? You're not bringing the babies to the wedding. Well, I mean, I assume there will be some... We haven't figured out, like, the transportation element of it, but, like... I'm going to the wedding. She's going to the wedding. She's in the wedding. Afterwards, I assume that I'll be watching them when, like, she's dancing the night away. I don't know. Watching who? The babies. The babies are going to the wedding? They're oh, yeah. two months old. We're, I mean, they're not going to be, like, in the thing, but, like, we're not going to leave them home. Why not? <laughs> what do you mean? They live at home. Where is the wedding? It's in Long Island. Okay. So you're going to drive to Long Island, yep. you're going to go to the wedding, you're going to drive back to New Jersey. Why are the kids going with you to this, this wedding? This is a multi-day event. Well, I mean, the in-laws... Oh, it's a multi-day event? She's in the thing. There's a rehearsal dinner tomorrow night. There's the wedding on Friday. Like, this is a big... Like, this is the whole So you're weekend. going to be gone for a while. Yeah. And, and, and you're saying you cannot leave the babies at home. Oh, there are no. four grandparents involved in this, plus a, a world of babysitting help. Yeah, first of all, can we leave the kids with the in-laws? And yeah. let's, let's the in-laws are not... coming. This is a fa- these are like family friends. Oh. Like, oh, it's a family there. wedding? All four of them are coming? Not my parents. My parents are not coming. Where are your parents going to be? I don't know what they're otherwise doing this weekend, but again, this was not well, a they're watching the Phillies game. Yeah, well, definitely they'll be watching the Phillies game from home, unfortunately, unlike me. So, so th- the question is then r- risen, or the question is, is brought up, and Bubba, I think, is starting to get around to the bottom of it, because I didn't even know the part about the babies. Yeah, I don't even know what's happening right now. I don't know what the babies are doing going to a wedding. They're two months old. Leave the babies at Nuno's house. Nuno will be very happy on this drive from New Jersey to Long Island. Just stop off in what town do you live in again, Nuno? I live in Connecticut, in, so come down to Ansonia, drop the kids off. Okay, I mean, you, well, you didn't have to not, well, you're not telling people what town you live in. Oh, we afraid people are going to drop no, by your that's house. that's fine. Okay, you drop by uh, Nuno's house, you drop off the little Michelle and, you know, the other one, and, 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 and Uncle Nuno will take care. The point of the matter is, I wasn't even contemplating the babies. How so? Well, because it seems to me in, in, unimaginable that you are bringing two-month-old babies to a wedding. Here's the deal. I, like, these are not matters of which I have any uh, you know, say. So. I'm going to make the controversial statement right now that I do not believe you should even have to go to the wedding in the first place. That's what I think. Whoa. I think she should go. Yes. You should stay home with the children and take. Well, it, it's I, not nor You don't take two months to two months old to weddings. They're going to be crying and just, they're going to be uh, bothering everyone. But further, so, so she should go. Yes. And with her friend, she should have a great time. You should stay home with to care the, of the children. And then watch the games. And then have the games on. And for the hours that the game itself is on, you get some sort of child care, which have you have you left the children with a babysitter yet? Only only in laws. So okay. Far. Well they their babysitters are abundant. There are any number of like, you know, teenagers in your neighborhood who so will definitely come still. sit in I, the I, house. I, I understand there's work to be done. So in this particular mm-hmm. case, you might have to fly mom in. You got to bring your mother in. But here's the larger point. You do not have to go to this wedding. And I will cite the ultimate reference. And that is a book called Why My Wife Thinks I'm an Idiot. I wrote it 15 years ago. And I wrote the following. Weddings are a perfectly acceptable reason. Excuse me. Football tickets are a perfectly acceptable reason for missing weddings up to and including first cousins. Funerals are a little dicey because people tend not to forget if you don't go to those. But bar mitzvahs are a lock. Football tickets are an acceptable reason for missing a bar mitzvah up to and including your own. 
So under no circumstances do I believe you should have to go to a wedding of someone who is not even a relative while the Philadelphia Phillies are playing game one of the World Series. I'm sorry. That's what I think. Does anyone disagree with me? Nuno. Yeah, no. He's. Uh, I can see why Lizzie doesn't want to leave him at the house for two days, three well, days. Let me say kid. this, too. I would much rather leave these infants in the care of a local teenager than alone with you. There is no way in the world I would I, look. I wouldn't leave my kids with you now, you and this. they're twenty two and twenty know. years old. This happened literally yesterday. Lizzie went out to go to CVS, half an hour trip. All I had to do was feed them. I forgot to feed one. It was screaming two hours later, and it stayed. Uh, she stayed up the entire night because I made that mistake. I was given one job in half an hour. That's but but why are you saying this out loud? You don't realize just how incredibly bad that is. That's horrendous. I mean that that literally how is that is, even possible. Why I forgot are, to feed one? Why? How can you forget to feed a human being? She wasn't crying. Listen, <laughs> have you ever seen me order lunch? I have. I eat all the time. Yeah. Am I crying? <laughs> Like, people don't have to be crying to be looking for... So, what we've, what I think we've gotten to the bottom of here, gentlemen, is two things. One, Hembo should not be obligated to go to the wedding. And two, under no circumstances should it, he be trusted with sole care of these infants. I do not think you should be alone with Michelle and the other one until they are at least... I mean, I mean, at least 20... I think I think 20 years old is probably a reasonable time. I don't know that I'd leave Stevie alone with you for a weekend right now, and he's 20. Nikki would take care of you. So I, with that, I would be less concerned about. But the that, that to me is the bottom line of this. I, does anyone agree with me that if your favorite team is playing in the World Series and these people are legitimately your friends, you should be able to say, look, you know I love you, but – you're going to have a great party with or without me. Mm-hmm. I need to watch this game. Mm-hmm. Let's put it this way. Now, I, I know very few people get married on Super Bowl Sunday, but they could. People could get married. They have weddings on that day for people who are not sports fans or whatever it is. Maybe it's cheaper to rent the place. I have no idea. But if someone was getting married and the Jets made it to the Super Bowl, I can't fathom who it would have to be getting married. Like my daughter's wedding. I would not go to. I, I would. I would watch the Jets in the Super Bowl. That that only can happen on that one day. It's never going to happen again. Like I, I've almost given up on the fact that it'll ever happen in my lifetime. You can't go to a wedding during the World Series. So you can't do it. Here's the only bright side to this. Because what is it? Because Hembo did say like his in-laws will be there. Seems like it's a family wedding mm-hmm. type of situation. Is that he will actually be able to disappear to watch the game because he's just going to hand off Michelle and the other one and go do what he needs to do. I think that's his only like saving grace there. It's, it's not a bad thought because there's going to be a lot of people there that see these babies for the first time and they're going to want to hang out with them and watch them. That's when I can sneak they're out. They're going to see the babies for the first time at a wedding? Of course. I don't think so. No, I think I think there's still more uh, of the bottom to be gotten to in all of this. One way or another, we will continue to do that. Plus, it is time to throw open the phone. I got a whole, uh, I'm sorry, what that I want to get to here. But we haven't gotten any calls in in the last couple of days. So I want to sneak in a few of those. Let, let's do a little what do you want to know. Uh, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 is my number. We'll take a few calls, whatever it is you want to know, in or outside the world of sports. We'll answer your questions, and then we'll roll from there. Back in a moment on ESPN. Radio. Greeny, the podcast. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Again, my number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. We'll get to your calls here in about three minutes. Meanwhile, I, I will. I want to hear this soundbite from Jerry Jones uh, that Nuno just put up on my screen. Jerry was on 105 The Fan today, and he was talking about how good the NFC East is, where by and large, I mean, they're by far the best division in the sport. The Eagles are unbeaten. The Giants have one loss. The Cowboys have two. And the Commanders are by far the best last place team in the NFL. Here's the analogy Jerry Jones made. I will say this. Uh, I'm sobered up. I look ahead. And uh, reality is we've got a lot of football, a lot of football left to play at all times. I don't ever feel like it's set. It's like holding two handfuls of jello and thinking you've got it when it's coming out this finger, coming out that finger, and you try to grab over there. So there's an element of that. So uh, you've got to anticipate that and know that it's a moving target and uh, uh, it's just not going to be the same wagon train that left the east, <laughs> broke the wagons down on the Mississippi and burned some of them for firewood. And a lot of people born and died on the way. It's the train, but it's not the same makeup of it. What a fascinating man he is. I would love to be friends with Jerry Jones. Wouldn't you like just to, to have that conversation in person and to be able to then just say, when you say like holding two hands full of jello, I understand the analogy he makes, but who thinks of that? 
Like if you're trying to think of analogy to describe, well, everything might not wind up exactly as we expect it to. Who thinks of, you know, it's kind of like holding jello in two different hands and it starts leaking out the cracks between your fingers. Do you think he has all of these analogies? My favorite one of his is the mosquito circumcision. He yeah. wants to, uh, yeah. Do you think that's, that's planned or are these rolling off the tongue? Well, I can't. I don't think circumcising the mosquito can possibly roll off the tongue like that one has to be one that he had heard and used before. Um, but holding two hands for I mean, I, it would if he had paused then I would have thought maybe that was off the cuff. He seemed to have it at the ready. He did, yeah. But if he had just said, you know, it's kind of like, mm, I don't know, holding two handfuls of Jello, and then they slip through your fingers. Like, I don't even know that Jello is the first thing I would think of. Do you remember Silly Putty? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that mm-hmm. a toy you I played that. with? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- that would kind of, like, if you squeeze Silly Putty, it would, like, crack, come out between the cracks between your fingers. Who the hell has ever held two handfuls of Jello? Do you like Jello? I mean, uh, there was a time in my life I liked Jello. I can't remember the last time I ate Jello. I like green Jello a lot. Green Jello? It's really good. Of all the Jellos, the one you like is green? It's actually one of my favorite desserts. I thought you said you don't eat desserts except for sugar on a tomato. You're a really weird man. We continue in 15 seconds. Train of thought is a fascinating thing, and I'll explain why in 30 seconds, and then we'll take the uh, phone calls from you at 888-SAY-ESPN. I want to know what you want to know. Uh, first, these 30 seconds with ZipRecruiter. In recent news, Halloween's expected to be epic this year, so party supply stores have hired thousands of workers. That sounds like a dreadful task. But that's why party supply stores and businesses of all sizes use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. Their technology finds the right people for your job, and you can invite them to apply. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So try it for free now at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. It's just fascinating. The, the subject of Jello just came up for absolutely no reason, and immediately my mind. You tell me, does this mean I have, like, I, I this is something I should be concerned about? My mind immediately went to, if you're one of those people that puts chopped up fruit into Jello, then I literally never want to associate myself with you. That's a disqualifier for you. A disqualifier. As a it's so awful. Like I just, like when I was a kid, I liked Jello. I, I mean, who doesn't like Jello? Jello, in and of itself, is a harmless and tasty thing. Um, but, but some people would make it. Well, I just mean like, it's, it's an, it's a, it would be a hard thing to say. I hate jello. Like, what would you hate about the consistencies? I I guess maybe some people don't like it. I mean, the point of it is people put like chopped up banana in it. Uh. It's horrendous. I mean, if you do that, what's wrong with you? I, I, I honestly, I, people do that. Yes, people do it. And it's just terrible. And again, that had nothing to do with what we were talking about. And I allow myself to get sidetracked on my own radio show by thinking about it. And that's just not good. Anyway, this is Greeny. Your phone calls are next. Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-SAY-ESPN. What do you want to know? You got a question. We will do our best to answer it. Bubba, who's first up? We're going to start with Bobby. All right, Bobby, you're with us. As I mentioned on the Dr. Pepper call in line. What do you want to know, Bobby? Hey, how's it going, guys? I just want to know that uh, Michelle was the one that was fed. But uh, in all honesty, uh, I just want to know which was the worst rust trade, the Lakers or or the Broncos? Okay, so first off, the first question I really like. Hembo fed one and only one of his twins by accident. Did you feed Michelle or did you feed the other one? I fed Charlotte. Who is Charlotte? I did not feed Michelle. 
Oh, okay. So that's terrible. I mean, that's that has Are just you made sure? it worse. Because I, I don't think you even know which one's which. I actually yesterday when Lizzie posted her her daily who which baby is who on Instagram, I actually did get it wrong. I'm do like the, I'm like the worst dad. Do you ever mistake one for the other? Not when they're like side by side, because there's you know enough simil- uh, enough differences. But when they're on their own, I've done so a few times. Yeah. Okay, so that's incredibly bad. Um, and secondly, what was his question? The Lakers or the- which trade was worse? The one for Russell Wilson or the one for Russell Westbrook? Oh well, whew. is death an option? I mean, I I think ultimately the one for Russell Westbrook because that has no chance of getting better. The Russell Wilson one just looks terrible, but it's too soon to say that it has no chance of ever. There is still a chance that he will play well and they will be good while he is there, right? There's still a chance. Can I just that. read this this tweet? Do you mind? Go ahead. Okay, so Zach Stevens works uh, writes about the the Broncos, and he tweeted this: Russell Wilson worked out and stretched for four of the eight hours on the flight from Denver to London. He said he was doing high knees in the aisle. When the rest of the guys were asleep. Oh, God. <laughs> of course he said that. See, that's just, that, that's just, that is just unimaginably terrible, right? I mean, Bubba, what do we think of that? I mean, that's just, I, I can't even respond. It's just so annoying. <laughs> I, I, I get, I'm so annoyed by that, that. That's happening, you know, 3,000 miles away, and I'm so annoyed. The fact that he's up in the air doing high knees is so frustratingly stupid. That why would you do that? You know what the only thing worse than him doing that is? The fact that he wanted to make sure we knew it. That's, exactly. that's true. Yeah. Like, why are you telling anyone that? If someone, if I'm on a flight from Denver to London and I'm trying to get some sleep and someone is in the aisle doing high knees. All of a sudden, Russell Wilson, high knees, wipe by you. I don't care what, how valuable he is to my team. I'm tripping him. I am going to stick my foot out and trip him if he's trying to do high knees in the aisle while I'm sleeping. Broncos country. Let's stretch. Let's stretch. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going back to the Dr. Pepper call in line. Bubba, who's next? We're going to go to Joe. Joe, what do you want to know? Hey, what's going on, guys? Real quick, Hembo, I just want to know why you're not bringing one but two babies to that wedding. All right? Hear me out. A wedding is full. It's loud. There's nothing but germs in the air. Okay? And you said a lot of people are going to want to see the baby. It mm-hmm. kind of takes away from the people getting married. All right? You need to... Have the in-laws come over, or whatever the case may be, or you stay at home, give your wife a true weekend off, and I promise you in the long run, it's going to do you wonders. But babies should not be at a wedding. That's a so great call. That. call. That was a great every. I agree with, I endorse literally every word he just said. And he didn't even have to mention the Phillies. That's correct. It, th- th- that, Let's well, go! But you should be home with the babies, and and help. <laughs> there should be other people present as well, at least one and probably multiple. Under no circumstances should you be alone with those children for anything more than 10 consecutive minutes. Um, and during the Phillies game, you need to ha- be completely occupied. You need to watch the game Yo, nonstop. We need someone to come over and watch me and the babies. Correct. Mm-hmm. You need someone to watch. Maybe Keith Costas is available. Oh, Keith's the best. Bob's son, Keith, is a friend of yours, right? He comes over. You guys all make your barbecue he all the time. He loves spare ribs. He loves So You come over. You make some ribs. He'll watch the babies, and you'll watch the World Series, and everything will be fine. He's going to need to feed them both, though, because sometimes I forget. That's just terrible. Greeny with you. You can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line right now. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Bubba. Who's next? We're going to go to Joe number two. Joe number two. What do you want to know? 
Joe? Hey, hey, fellas. Uh, appreciate you taking my call, man. I love the show. Thank you. Uh, I'm from Baltimore originally, man, and I'm a diehard Ravens fan. Love everything about them. Uh, we got some issues. Uh, we got a short week this week. We got the Buccaneers coming up tomorrow. Tom Brady's on, uh, what, a two-game losing streak or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure that it's going to turn out. I think he, uh, he's got a, a chip on his shoulder along with everything else that he's got going on, on in his life. And uh, well, I guess we all wish him well about that. Um, and then one other thing I had to say, man, is for the past two or three weeks now, you guys would keep talking about um, his daughters. And you guys keep saying the other one, the other one is just a little confusing. And I'm kind of wondering why you guys keep saying the other one. Okay. So that's mine. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you. I will address both of those. Thank you. Let's lose the music. We'll, we'll leave it on that one. Cause that's an excellent call. I'll get to the Ravens in a minute. The reason that we describe Hembo's daughter daughters as Michelle on the other one is because I am a person who is so extraordinarily narcissistic that the most important thing about Hembo having children is me. I managed to make that about myself. Hembo, I've known Hembo, Hembo's like almost like a, a nephew to me. And yet the most important thing about him having these twin girls is me. And he named one of them Michelle, which obviously is in tribute to me. And that's the only reason I know the name of either of them, to be clear. They would be your girls, but because one of them is named in my honor, they became Michelle and the other one. I'll ne- I can never be expected to remember the name of the other one, and that's how she became the other one. If one of them is going to be named after me, obviously that's the important one, and that's the explanation to why they became on this show, Michelle and the other one. And, and just so everyone is clear, like this is just how you are with names in general. The first day I ever worked on Mike and Mike, you asked me what my name was. I said it was Paul Hembatidis. You said, I'm never calling you that. That's right. We're calling you Hembo. That's right. So this is just what you do for literally everyone. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm very bad with names. And I'm, look, I, I said it earlier. I'm very bad at almost everything. So this should not be considered any different. Um, at, at home, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Your wife, Lizzie, and I, I, I worked with Lizzie. Lizzie. I knew Lizzie before you knew Lizzie. That's true. So Lizzie, you call her Liz, but to me, she was always Lizzie. Lizzie worked on Mike and Mike before you worked on Mike and Mike. So I've known her longer than even you've known her. Does she call you Paul or Hembo? She calls me Paul. Does she call your daughters Michelle and the other one? <laughs> she does not. <laughs> or does she describe the other one by her actual name? She calls her Charlotte. Well, why does she call her Charlotte? Well, that's her name. Oh, okay. So, so then, then the point I'm making is, is Michelle given any kind of preferential treatment based upon the, in, the like, like in the royal family, right? Right. Like William gets to be the king and Harry, you know, not so much. Right. And, and that's just the way it goes. So in your marriage, in your family now, does Michelle get the special privileges based on the significance of being named after me? No. In fact, it was very important to me that we named Michelle, Michelle, she was the second one to come out. The second one. And I couldn't possibly justify naming my firstborn after you knowing how much worse it would be. So that's why Charlotte had to be first, and that's why Michelle had to be second. Okay. Um, We'll we'll work on that. How about Uh, the Ravens? I'm not 100% sure you were right about that. Um, You fed one of them and not the other the other night. I'm not convinced you know which one was born first. Having said that, now I'm going to address his second question. What was his name again? Bobby? Bobby? I thought it was Joe number two. Joe number two. <laughs> See, there you have it. Joe number two. I'm about to give you the worst news you could ever possibly receive. And that is, I think the Ravens are going to obliterate Tampa tomorrow night. Hashtag KOD. 
The Kiss of Death. I'm always wrong. So my pick is going to be Tampa when we get there tomorrow because I think the Ravens are going to kill them. The Buccaneers look awful and they look done. And Brady looks awful and he looks done. They look finished to me. I actually am sitting here. I'm going to say these words out loud. I think Atlanta is going to win that division. I really do. I think the Falcons play harder than them. They play better than them. You might say, oh, they gave up a ton of points this past week. They gave up 450 yards to Cincinnati. Did you see who didn't play for them? Their entire secondary didn't play. Don't just look at every result is not created equal. The Falcons play hard. They play well. They got screwed in that game against Tampa on that ridiculous penalty for roughing the passer that they called that they would never have called on anyone except for Tom Brady, who tried to kick Grady Jarrett in the ding ding and got got the benefit of the 15 yard penalty. And that's how they wound up winning that game. I think Atlanta's going to win that division. I think Tampa looks finished. And I think Brady looks like he regrets having come back. I think all of those things. And as a consequence, I'm going to, I really believe they're going to get worked by Baltimore tomorrow. And because I'm always wrong, that, is, that should probably tell you that Tampa Bay is going to win big. Have you seen the number for that game yet? The game's in Tampa, right? Mm-hmm. I have to believe the Ravens are favored. Are the Ravens a two-and-a-half-point favorite? It's only one-and-a-half. One-and-a-half. And right now, yeah. 81% of the public is on Baltimore. See, that's it. Tampa's going to win. It's a lock. Mm -hmm. Tampa's going to win. That is a lock. Everything in the world is going against them, primarily me. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. So there you have it. Okay. Thank you for the calls, as always. Those are always fun. We have a few minutes to finish up here. Um, So I I told you I had one more green light for you. ready to go right now. Green light light with Greeny. Tell me you had something on Bryce Harper. Go. Yeah, Bryce Harper, uh, Harper was the number one pick in the draft once upon a time. He won the Rookie of the Year, and he's also won an MVP. He's won two, actually. He has he is four wins away, Greeny, from winning the World Series. He would be the first player in the history of baseball to do that, to be the number one pick to win the Rookie of the Year, an MVP, and a championship. That's actually a very good little, I was hoping that would be a trivia question because you would say he was one of two people. I'm getting there. Oh, there's going to be a trivia question attached. So it's happened okay. in hockey three times. Alex Ovechkin, Patrick Kane, and Mario Lemieux can all say that. It has actually never happened in the NFL, believe it or not. No player has ever pulled that in the NFL. Meaning being drafted number one, winning MVP, and winning a championship. Bryce Harper was the rookie of the year as well. So it's all four of those things. all four of those things. But it's happened five times in the NBA. Obviously, all names you know. You want to take a crack so at Peyton it? So Peyton Manning wasn't the rookie of the year? Mm-hmm. He was not. He was not. Because he obviously did the others. He set the interception record that year. That's right. But I still thought he was... Okay. All right. So you're saying it's happened five... So the trivia piece of this is it's happened five times in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this question. Nuno, let's do it. So again, the, the question is, first overall pick, yep. rookie of the year, mm-hmm. MVP, mm-hmm. and a championship. So, I mean, LeBron has to be one of them. That's correct. Okay. Uh, wait, I have my little dings here. So... Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has to be one of Mm -hmm. them. That's two. Um, MVP, rookie of the... See, rookie of the year is the complicated one because a lot of guys have won a lot of championships and awards, but winning rookie of the year complicates it a little bit. Who else came in and was great immediately and then wound up winning? Nuna, who am I missing? So I'm trying to think, would like Larry Bird like... Larry Bird was not really the first pick in the draft. Oh, but Magic Johnson was. But Larry Bird was the rookie of the year that year, so Magic doesn't make it. Okay, good. Nice. Keep going. Michael Jordan was not the first pick in the draft. Hakeem Olajuwon was the first pick in the draft, but Jordan would have been the rookie of the year, so it's not going to be him. 
Ewing never won a championship. Wow, this all, is tough. All big men. All big men. All big men. All right, Bill Russell? No. Uh, Will Chamberlain? No. Tim, How far back Tim does Duncan? Rookie of the Year go? Tim Duncan's correct. Tim Duncan is good. All big men. So Duncan, David Dave, Robinson? Correct. Okay. How many have I got so far? One more, you have one more left. One more. Could it? Okay, I'm just going to, because I remember he was, is it Wes Unsell? No, it's not. It's more recent than that. It's more recent than Unsell? Shaq? It is Shaq. Oh, very well done. Nice job, That's Nuno. a terrific question. That is, I, re- I love those. I hope that people listening enjoy those kind of trivia things as much as I do, because I love that kind of stuff. So the five people who've done it, so Bryce Harper is the first and only baseball player ever to do it. I like it. Let's see what winds up happening. All right, terrific day today. Thanks for being around. See you tomorrow, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. 